Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Friday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, our last show of the year, 2022, and Sip, we are going out on a very, very, very high note today. Nebraska <laughs> basketball absolutely pummels the neighbors to the east. Iowa comes in, barely shows any sort of life. And Nebraska trounces the Hawkeyes, 66-50. to 50. It really was never close in this ballgame. I mean, early on, I suppose. No, it really wasn't. But close. it was complete and utter domination for a team that has struggled for many years. I mean, think about, Sip, the, think about the month, the last month plus that Nebraska sports has had. Yeah. Let's go back to Black Friday. Nebraska goes into Iowa City, leads 24-0 in football, holds on to win 24-17. We celebrate, deservedly so. Nebraska then next week plays Creighton in basketball on a Sunday in Omaha and beats the rival Jays by 10. Lose to Purdue in overtime. Last night, you beat Iowa in basketball by a million, 16 exactly. What a month it's been. What a month it's been. That's got me all choked up. I, I know. Keep talking. I know. Well, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. And it's, now we have to put this all in perspective. We have to put this all in perspective. But what you've seen at PBA in the last two Big Ten games was Nebraska push Purdue to overtime. That's the number one team in the nation. That's right. And then the next Big Ten game. You see them, yeah. You're right. They they pretty much no, not pretty was, much. They thoroughly it was, controlled. Iowa. It was domination. I mean, look, they thoroughly controlled. Okay, now hold on. Okay. What do you do with this team? What what? How do you size it up right now? You don't want to go too far because they're one and two in the Big Ten, and yes. they and they have two road games ahead. Right. But what you've seen suggests what to you? Well, they look like they're a team. They they they're actually pretty good. So what's that suggest? It suggests that we're going to get our hearts ripped out when we have belief no, in this No, team. no, no. <laughs> it suggests Sorry. to me that they can maybe work their way toward the bubble. Well, I'll tell you what. Doesn't, you doesn't, don't want to play this team right now. Well, yeah, just keep – I mean, that's – okay, when you say things like that, it, it just reaffirms what I'm saying. It sounds a little crazy, right? But you saw what I saw. Just believe your eyes. I was there for every second of that game, watching every second, right. because I would never leave that type of game early ever. In you, fact, I stayed like 30 minutes afterwards to soak it in. Just believe your eyes. Believe your eyes. And what I would tell you, Jake, I'm watching close. I, I watched on TV because I get a better – I think I just get – I size up the game better. I know this. I know this. When they play defense like that, they're going to be tough for anybody. Anybody. Because they have – that team is a very good defensive team when it plays like that. 
I don't know what happened against Kansas State. But, yeah, well, they get, it was a week after fi- a right. week of finals, you know. But when they play like that and then hit some shots, like Wiltshire hit some shots. Yeah, he, finally, he, was, he was good last night. They, I mean, they, and remember, they, they remember, remember this. Nebraska turned the screws on Iowa in the second half with Walker on the bench. That's right. He had, he had foul trouble. Yeah, with Derek Walker on the bench. He got a quick third yeah. to be, in the first minute of second half. The second half, excuse and, me. And then Nebraska turned the screws on Iowa. They did. There, there, there's a couple stats here that just make me weep. Happy, happy weeping. Okay, happy weeping. We're, we're crying happy today. By the way, if you're watching the video stream, yeah, that's, I like that. I don't. I usually wear a nice jacket or a polo. Today, I got the the Husker Herbie with the basketball sweatshirt. Where did you get on. that? I bought it at Shields last year. Last year. Last year. They might still be there. They might be sold out. I, I love this sweatshirt, and I wear it for celebration times. Okay? Anyways, the stat that makes me weep. There's a couple, but this is number one. What makes you weep? For for a, a stat that we have cried about sad tears for years, this is a happy one. Nebraska out-rebounded Iowa by 14 last night. Yep. 54 rebounds for Nebraska and 40 for Iowa. Sip, it's not very often against. I don't care what level team this this team has played against in the past. They're almost always down. They were plus fourteen on the boards, and how about fourteen offensive rebounds for Nebraska last night? Okay, there's one stat. What's the other one? Well, that was, <laughs> that, was the, that was the one I clicked. The fa- I mean, look, look at Iowa in the first half, though. I mean, they, they they obviously didn't shoot well either half. But here's a stat for you, Sip. I can tell you this for sure. You said you had two. Okay, fine. Iowa began this game 3-for-27 overall shooting. Part of that was 1-for-15 on two-point shots. Wow. I repeat, Iowa was 3 for their first 27. Now, made a 3 to begin the game. They're up 3-0. to zero. And then they, they were 1-for-15 on their first two-point shots. And got down 21. Yes. Okay, so what you're seeing. Okay, what you're seeing now – and I was I was I was tweeting with an Iowa fan a little bit. Oh boy, we get no. It's fine. No, it's fine. I mean, nice he, tweeting. I I was giving credit to Nebraska's defense, and the Iowa fan was saying, "Oh, come on!" I was just missing open shots. Now, here's what I would tell you: Nebraska's defense is so active, and it's it wears on opponents, but it also speeds them up. So this remember we talked about this against Creighton. Creighton did have some open looks, but they're sort of rushed open looks. And they're the kind of open looks you've played basketball where, mm-hmm. oh God, I got an open look, I better fire it up. And it's not real. It's an. It's yeah. It's technically an open look, but you, but you feel this pressure to shoot it, kind of shoot it fast, maybe out of your normal rhythm because that defense is so swarmy. And then in the second half, what it what you see is it wears on opponents, it taxes them. So maybe they do. Yeah, they're going to get an open shot. At, there's listen. Not every shot's going to be contested. But Nebraska's defense is such that it wears on them. The legs are tired. Even around the rim, you see it. I thought Murray, his effectiveness around the rim in the second half was diminished. I think probably just because he was tired. Boy, he, yeah, he hadn't played the last couple of games. That, the injury, so that, it was a little rusty. But I'm telling you, it's defense that will wear, sure. a, will wear an opponent down to where they're not quite what they want to be. But, but, yeah, I mean, you're saying, you're right, there, there's a couple open threes, but they mostly had contested shots. When they came in yeah. the paint, when they drove it all, oh, yeah, there was, I mean, Nebraska was just swarming them. They had nothing easy. Greasel 
they were inter- they interviewed him on Robbie Hummel interviewed him on the Big Ten Network afterwards, and he talked about how connected they are on defense. And think about it, Jake. These guys are doing it. They've only been together for a f- six, seven months. Yep. When you talk about Emmanuel Bandamel, 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 yeah. Juwan Gary, Sam Greasel, Greasel. Those guys, those guys have only been here for a little while. But those guys are the impetus. Gary and Bandamel, uh, I mean, those are dudes. They're dogs. They're dogs. They are dogs. And I have to think Bandamel's a first-team All Big Ten defensive player. I, he's the key to it, in my opinion, because you see how he guards the point guard coming up, coming up the court. The, oppo- the opposing point guard has a tough, has tough duty against Nebraska because Bandamel picks him up three quarters court and harasses him the whole way up, and then makes it sort of hard to get in their offense. They can get into it. These are Division One point guards. I mean, they they face guys like Bandamel all the time, but but Bandamel is mm. active. I shouldn't say they face guys like Bandamel all the time because it because it because it speaks against what I feel, and that is Bandamel is a very good defensive player. And you're right, Gary's a dog, Sam's a dog, Derek Walker's a dog. Derek Walker wasn't great last no, night, no, but he was good enough. But he's good, man. He's got. I don't know what the deal is, Jake. You are so big on development, oh. and. That guy has developed to the point where you saw him early in the game take the ball up the court he himself. Did. He did. And lay it up. He did. I mean, it was like Magic he, Johnson. He, he was. I mean, I'm like, what are you doing? He's a point forward. Yeah, he's a point forward, takes it up himself and he lays it in. These, Just yeah. goes, yeah, go, it's twice. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, he did it twice. Twice. Yeah, you uh, were probably losing your I, mind. Oh, God. I was at the game. I was a complete ass to Iowa fans. Were you? Usual. Oh, yeah. I, I went to the game with were two you? Iowa fans. Oh, boy. How did that work? That has to happen again because they're good luck apparently for Nebraska. Yeah, I went to get one Nebraska fan, two Iowa fans, and the two Iowa fans are right to my right. Now, I was somewhat polite to them, but they also had it coming because of all the times that they've hurt Nebraska in the past. So, Are you going to play the Iowa Suns? I'm going to play here soon. Um, I forget. There, there's a second stat. I told you there's two stats. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, so the number one was plus 14 in rebounds. Hello. Hello. Number two. We have discussed on this show at length. There's not a star in this team. Derek Walker is probably the closest thing to that mm. on a team. Agreed. But So when you don't have a star, mm. you better share the ball and have guys that can do their roles. Yep. Sip, five players in double figures for Nebraska. Yep. And by the way, they were all the starters. Jerron Gary, 14 points on 6 of 11 shooting. Sam, uh, sorry, C.J. Wiltshire, 13 points, 4 of 8 shooting, 3 of 6 on threes. Uh, Sam Greasel, 12 points on 3 of 10 shooting. Not the most efficient night for Sam, but still. Also had a double-double, 10 rebounds for Sam Greasel. Your point guard had a double-double with rebounds. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Vandemel, 10 points on 3 of 8 shooting. Derek Walker, 10 points on 5 of 9 shooting. Not a great bench tonight, only 7 points for your bench. Didn't need him. Starters, the starters did what starters are supposed to do. And they all, every, all 5 of them, every one of them, were key in that win last night. Yeah, no Blaze. No Keita. weak, no weak link in the starters last night. Not really, no Blaze, no Blaze Kada in this game. So um, I don't know what his prognosis is. It, now Nebraska wasn't great offensively. Jay didn't have to be. No defense carried them, and they made enough shots. So that see, this is the type of game they 
This is how I envision Nebraska winning games. They're not going to win with 92 points. They're just not that good of a shooting team. And if you know that going in, then Fred knew that. Let's let's win with defense, which we've been saying now for a little bit on this show. Is, couple this, years. is this where we should give credit to Adam Howard? Yes. I mean, because the defense is real. That That's real. I mean, when you hold Creighton to, what, 53? Yeah, 53 points. And then you hold Iowa to... 50. Okay, that's and, real defense. And by the way, you held Purdue to 65 with overtime. Right. That's real defense. Yeah. Good overtime. Point. Good point. Good point. That's real defense. It's real. It's real. It's as real as the hardwood floor at PBA. Okay? It's it's real. It's And it carries. It can play like that every game. Defense isn't doesn't have to be sporadic like shooting like three-point shooting comes and goes this is why that's why I I despise teams that rely on the three ball because that tends to come and go defense is can always be there it's just an effort thing and and not not just an effort thing yeah think you gotta play smart defense and here's what they do Jake what they do as they guard the ball well the rotations are good and and you notice they're very you, if you watch closely, they're very good at doubles, and they pick the right times. They're very tactical with their double teams. And their double teams are a bitch. I mean, they they, they are. They're doubles. Oh, yeah. They are a harassing defense. There was a couple of times. Connor McCaffrey at one point was just like, he couldn't move. Right. Their rotations, <laughs> yeah, their rotations and their doubles are on point. And they're and they're and you know this is an athletic team. Sam's really athletic. Bandamel's really athletic. Gary's a dog, as you said. Um, Walker has gotten him. He's changed his body. Walker's kind of more of a gazelle right now. You thought of him more as a plotter early in his career. He still can't jump. Yep, still below the rim player. Yeah, he still can't jump. You saw him on that breakaway. <laughs> like most guys would. It was Hammer at home. Yeah, I mean, it was a f- the the whistle blew, but he had about three steps to the rim and was gonna j- dunk it, but he hit it off the front of the rim. Oh, he did. I forgot about yeah. that. You're right. He, can't, he, can't. he did. He can't. I forgot about he can't. that play. He literally, he just can't jump. <laughs> he um, the dunk. But he, but he's he's odd because he's changed his body now and he's pretty quick in the open court and he handles it well. And he's good with his left hand. He's a right-hander. He's good with his left hand. That's tough to guard if you're a post player. Oh, it really is. He he does the up and uh, he does the up and under really well. He uses the glass really well. If you can't overwhelm with your size in terms of your, yeah. your how big you are, how tall you are, you better have good fundamentals. And I tell you what, Derek Walker's got great fundamentals right now. So yeah, Adam Howard. Fred hired him from South Alabama, and. You know, it was kind of a yawn. It was a little bit of a yawn. High, Yawns right? are okay if but, yawns work hard. But Adam Howard, I got to think that a lot of this, what we're seeing on defense, is just a direct correlation to Adam Howard and what he's done with these guys. You give Nate Lenzer credit, too. But give Fred all – I mean, Fred, come on. We've we've been really hard on Fred. Um But I, he's done a good job with this team. I go, I go back to – the offseason when Nebraska obviously found Bryce McGowan's was going pro, Trey was leaving, uh-huh. Alonzo Verge was obviously done. He said, well, who the hell is going to score points this year? And then what did Fred Our do? Quite, he, he, Fred said, well, we're going to score points. We're not going to score as many as we did, but we're going to play better defense. We're going to find a way to actually win games, a winning culture, 
starting with defense. He recruited guys that that were winners, right? But but were grinders. And grinders. Grind, he got grinders. Yeah. You had to get guys who want to play physical, tough basketball. Yeah, it's a joy to watch. Hey, it on. is. I know. Come on. This this Fred was right. He said it several weeks ago. Um, but he said this is the type of team fans can get behind. Yes, and we're we're behind him. <laughs> It was a good crowd last yeah, night. It was, it was and a good it, crowd. And and they, I, don't please just have some grace here. But I love the program, the ba- Nebraska basketball program. When Mo was a coach, Mo Iba, Slow Mo. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess. Well, was that his nickname, Slow Mo? It was. It's kind, of, kind of derogatory. I don't. Oh come on! I don't appreciate it. For the, for the style of offense they had, they, they play like they're playing now. Oh, right. most teams played like they're playing now. Well, yeah, I, I didn't make the nickname up. Don't blame me. I'm just re- I don't appreciate pointing it. out what the nickname was for Mo. Mo Iba. But his Slow teams, Mo. like Bandamel, Jake. Bandamel and Gary would be Mo guys. Yes. Th- they would. A little undersized Gary. Um, he reminds me kind of a Bernard Day. People would remember Bernard Day. Bandamel would have worked perfectly because not only is he – a great on-the-ball defender. He's very unselfish. All these guys are unselfish. This is an unselfish team, right? Like I said, dude, five guys, it's double figures. The starters all were double figures. Yeah. Not one guy with 35 points. Fred's saying the word were con- – he's saying connected a lot. They're connected. They got a good team, and they're they're a joy. It takes me back to when I was in junior high and high school watching most teams. It, I loved them. They have a certain style that's not – aesthetically pleasing on offense but it's not it's not terrible on offense they're not terrible on offense no they can move the ball they move the ball it's not stuck at one person right it moves yeah without further ado i promised you guys this oh what's going on here well listen now iowa has 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 uh has forced a lot of pain upon nebraska fans for a couple years different sports so when nebraska wins as they did on black friday in football and last night in basketball, we have to honor a certain song that I made years ago. And the fans are asking for it. This is... Oh, yeah. They're asking. This is the height of juvenile. It is. And and by the way, the words are mostly... It's it's all about football. But you know what? Iowa sucks goes for all sports. But you didn't you didn't play this after Nebraska. You're damn right I did. Oh, you did? Football? Yeah. Oh, yeah. After they beat... Yeah. Did you? Yes. Okay. And it plays again. I'll take your word right for it. now. This I'll is for you to end the year properly. For all you junior high kids yep, out there, yep, yep. enjoy crank, the junior high. Up, crank up the radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crank up your your, your watches, your phones. Uh, this is the non-adult portion of the show. Yep. Give me thirty <laughs> seconds to be non-adult, real quick. All the little kids with the N on their lips are going. I was sucks. I was sucks. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Iowa sucks. Iowa sucks. Iowa sucks. Iowa sucks. Iowa sucks. 
Iowa sucks. Iowa sucks. Such lost years are more common than this because Iowa sucks. Iowa sucks. Ferris gets lucky every seven years because Iowa sucks. Iowa sucks. Iowa sucks. Iowa sucks. Iowa sucks. There it is. The Iowa sucks song. Juvenile for 30 seconds because we had to have it there for all of you fans out there that have uh, been through pain from Iowa. You deserved that this morning. Nebraska improves to 8-6 and six and 1-2 and two in the Big Ten. Iowa falls to 8-5 and five and 0-2. Oh and they have a really rugged schedule ahead. This is not – this Iowa team, Jake, they don't have a lot. I don't think they're going to surprise us. Oh, boy. What's the what – I just got to read this. I'm trying to be text. serious, but I know. go ahead. I, go ahead. So the, go ahead. the moment I announced I was going to play this song, there's a number that, that literally sent like 20 texts, different texts. I'm going to read some of these. In a, this is the same number. Same number. Yeah. Blare it. Let's go. Go Big Red. Bleep Iowa. Bunch of jerks. No, you didn't play it after that game, Jake. I guess I didn't I don't play. think you did. You didn't play it. Thank I, you. I told you to, and you did it. Yeah. <laughs> I was sucks. I was sucks. <laughs> Thank you. That was that was some incredible yeah. quick dumb quick. work there, Texter. That was 20 texts back to back to back. I mean, I think Iowa fans are saying Iowa sucks on the hardwood right now. That I don't know what to say about them. I don't think this is going to be an NCAA tournament team. They uh, they got am some, I wrong? They don't look good. I mean, you know, here, here's the deal. If, if I want to defend them for one second, like like we said, Chris Murray had not played the last couple games with injury. Did not play in their loss to Eastern Illinois. Uh, neither had Connor McCaffrey. Those guys were both back last night. And you know, Chris Murray was good. He had 17 points. He was six of 15 shooting, three of eight on threes. He was a certainly He's good a, a force offensively. He's our best player, yeah. But Philip. And Rebrocka, yeah, thirteen boards, sixteen points. He's good. He's tough, dude. He's but, tough. But look at the other look at the other starters. I mean, Patrick McCaffrey, one for nine shooting, three points, no. nothing. Tony Perkins, one for six, three points. Aaron Eulis, a starter, no point, didn't do anything. Oh for four, zero points. That, that's what they got. You had you had eleven bench points. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just don't see that team going very far this year. No, now it's also it's also distinctly okay. There's one other. There's one other element of that conversation you have to consider. Nebraska can make you look bad with the defense. And if you don't come into PBA ready to roll on de- on your your offense, you'll get taken out by Nebraska. Yeah, well. They, they got discombobulated early, uh, did Iowa. And they weren't hitting shots. Their shots were rushed. Um, yeah, they got some looks. If you're, you're, I, I tell people you're always going to get some looks. I mean, you're going to get some looks, but they're they look a little rushed when you're playing Nebraska. Nebraska's defense. I now this is the sixth time I say it, but I'm going to keep saying it. It's real. They got a they got like a legit good defense on this team, and they and they like to rebound, which yeah, I don't think I don't think that other teams well, did in the past. Yeah, they, they, I mean. I mean, part of part of playing good defense is closing the possession with a defensive rebound. Yeah, and it looks like a mosh pit sometimes right. after these. And they go after. Yeah, it. 
They, they, this team goes after loose balls. They go after rebounds. That didn't happen in the past. No, this not, is a different not team. With, not with Fred, at it's least. It's a different team. It is. I this is a it. different Fred team. So Nebraska plays at Michigan State on Tuesday, 6 p.m. on BTN. Michigan State's 8-4. and four. Nebraska, of course, 8-6 and six following the win. Minnesota on the road next Saturday, the 7th, 11 a.m. BTN. Then, then you're back against uh, Illinois here on Tuesday, okay, here, the 10th. Here's the deal. Close game at Michigan State. I don't want to predict it yet without looking too much more into Michigan State. It'll be close. They'll beat Minnesota. Nebraska will beat Minnesota by double digits. Minnesota's bad. Yeah. Nebraska I know it's be, a home game for no, the Gophers. Nebraska's defense will be too much for Minnesota. I'm telling you, this is. I think the season's going to get interesting. They needed that last night, they, though. We we said we said on the show throughout the whole week that's a must win game, and they looked like it was a must win game. They said oh, we're God, we're they? as they? good or they? better than these guys. We know we need this. We got to prove we have something to build on here. They, they were they, and their they, urgency was great. The urgency was there from the get go. I mean, and again, the, the great part, Sip, is that here's the deal: Nebraska did have their patented scoring drought, yep. but Iowa did too at the same time. Right? They made up for their poor shooting. By playing better defense, too. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, we're having... Well, a- Iowa doesn't play defense like Nebraska. No, does. but, I, I mean, Nebraska didn't score for a while. No, their Iowa- offense... I'm telling you, Nebraska's offense wasn't great last night. It wasn't. But their defense made... You know, they got a lead. They held on to it. No, Iowa didn't make shots. Nebraska forced them into very tough shots. Nebraska rebounded. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and, and there was a couple times late in the game, Sip, Nebraska... Had a, a couple big offensive boards to extend the possession. Uh-huh. Wear more clock yeah, down Yeah, there here. was a time. Wilhelm, Breidenbach had a couple Breidenbach boards. Breidenbach had a, a couple offensive boards on he one did. possession, and C.J. Wilcher looked at him and said, you're a horse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wilhelm, uh, seven boards, five of those offensive rebounds last night. Yeah. Two points for him, but you know he's, he's, getting, he's starting to make a little presence on the team. Wilcher looked at him and said, you're, you're a horse. A, you're a horse. Yeah. <laughs> Big horse. Loose horse. Hey, by the way, uh, speaking of that phrase, we're going to have Parker Gabriel on the show today? Um, Parker Gabriel. No, yes. Parker Gabriel absolutely join us at 7 a.m. This is going to be excellent. He we're we're in the year right. Yeah, we're in the year right. Talking to, I mean, one of the favorite guys I've worked with ever. And he's covering the Denver Broncos. I mean, he'll have some thoughts on Nebraska. Yes. Um but you guys, God, you should have a hell of a time talking to NFL. I can't wait to talk about the whole Denver situation. Yeah. And I hope that our boy Chris Raff is tuning in. And remember, remember, Parker deals directly with Randy Gregory quite a bit, the f- former Husker great, Divino Zigbo. Um, and, you know, he's obviously covers the Russ situation. I was reading some of Parker's stuff last night. Parker laid out the coaching candidates – for Denver. By the way, there's a lot of guys on that list where I'm just like, what? Brian Callahan, 38-year-old? Come been, on. I mean, I mean, listen, the Dolphins hired Mike McDaniel, I a guy that you didn't know who it was before they hired no, him. That was a bad hire, too. wasn't a bad hire. Yeah. Um, yeah. They ain't going to playoffs. We'll see. Hey, there's two games to go, my friend. We'll see. We'll see. It's not over yet. You can't. He's a scheme ma- magician. That's what you see on these lists, these guys who are kind of scheme magicians. And you're like, what? Don't hire a scheme magician. You know what? Hire a leader. Hire a leader. A dude who leads. Before you Jim Harbaugh. Hire a leader. Before you keep pouting about the guys that on the list for the Broncos, just realize there's there's retreads like Josh McDaniels that keep getting jobs and keep sucking at their jobs. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn's not a bad coach. He'd be good. Right. 
But I'm good. saying that for the okay, well, these this is underwhelming. There, there's guys that keep getting jobs that suck, and they've proven that they suck. But they're a name that people know. I just don't. I don't buy into the scheme magician thing. Oh, the guy's got a great offense. The guy's got, he's he's schemes on defense or, or the guys just love him. Can he lead? Can he lead the? Can he lead an organization? That's what I'm looking for. He's got two games to go for the Dolphins. You got a scheme magician. Hey, that scheme why, magician why does, why is it, still right now. If the season ended right now in the playoffs, why doesn't he just coach the offense? He does pretty much and hire somebody real to coach the well, team. His, his coordinator. Defensively is a joke. That's the problem. He's, he needs a Vic Fangio in there. Who's who? They ha- who's he have for DC? Yeah, some moron named Josh Boyer. Josh Boyer, moron, wasting a, a good deal. Anyway, no. Parker will join us at seven. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Parker Gabriel joins us at seven o'clock to update us on the mess in Denver. His thoughts from afar on Nebraska football being once in this picture now one year removed. Yeah. Parker works at the Fort. Denver Post. For those yeah. that don't know, the Denver Post, and he'll be. Mm, probably running the Denver Post in a few years. Yeah. So once again, uh, just to recap the first segment, Nebraska beats Iowa 66-50. Nebraska 1-2 in conference play, 8-6 and six overall. Michigan State on the road on Tuesday, 6 p.m. BTN. Big game. We will be watching. Yeah, we we'll don't have watching. a show Monday. No show Monday. So we'll, uh, yeah, we'll come back strong the third. Yeah, the third, it'll be like we're kind of back into normalcy, right? Yes. I gotta tell you, besides that one texture, I'm kind of bummed. It, 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 people aren't like ecstatic about the win last night. Were you expecting it? I thought we'd have just people just saying, you know, bleep Iowa, best way to end the year. I, people are reserved right now. I mean, they're listening. I'm seeing texts, just not the screw those guys. Well, to the Nebraska's East. one and two in the Big Ten. You beat Iowa. I know, but they're one and two in the Big Ten. I think, I think a halting. Sort of reaction is appropriate, right? Right? No. <laughs> when you beat a rival, you celebrate beating that rival. You've become more measured in the last two years. You're, but yeah, you can't let this. I mean, you don't want to go overboard. You just, Jake, you just beat a very average Iowa team. But you you pounded them. You just beat them. You didn't squeak by. Jake, you pounded Jake. them. You just pounded a very average Iowa team. Now, should that elicit overreaction? No. There's not overreaction. It's, celebra- right. it's called celebration. Celebrate beating a rival. Be obnoxious today, like I am all the time when my teams win. I, I played the Iowa Suck song. I am obnoxious. I know that. You did. I did it for good reason. You're not terrible. You're not being terribly obnoxious. <laughs> By the way, Houston, Harrison's brother, when I played Iowa Sucks, he said, I've been waiting 20 hours for this. <laughs> well, we can play it again. Maybe, yeah, 7 o'clock hour. Yeah, well, after Parker. What, what, maybe it'd be intro for Parker. No, I'm just, no, do I'm not joking. do that. That was a joke. Yeah, that was, that was a joke. I could play the Broncos fight song for Denver, for Parker. Yeah, just don't if they, if they have one. Maybe we break it out during the spillover. I could do that. Yeah. But see what Raf and AD think of it. All right, well. I'm, I'm excited about that game. I'll keep, I will keep celebrating today, and you guys can join me. More next and early break of the ticket.